Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 3 of the What The Frick podcast, my retro gaming podcast where we play the bottom of the barrel, the scum on the bottom of your shoe games that are all suggested by you guys. Today we're going to be reviewing, I mean, is it a game? I don't even know if I can call it a game. It, it's Mario is Missing on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and... Um, Oh, oh boy, this one, this one, it was, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to even say, I don't think this is going to be a long episode, but for, for the second time in a row now, I have not completed this game, so that means two reviews, two strikeouts, I could be actually walking here uh, next time round, if I don't manage to finish Back to the Future 2, that could be it, game over. From the off, but yeah, it was it was too. Uh, but we'll we'll get into it shortly. But I hope you're doing well. I hope you're keeping safe. First of all, that's the, that's number one. Uh, if you are interested in following me over on my socials, there's just one social. It's Twitter. It's at Frick the What. Um, make sure you go over there, say hello, uh, and start suggesting some terrible console games for me to review in the future. Obviously, I've got a few that I've kind of got in my in my back catalogue that I want to get through anyway. But uh, I'm very much open to playing new games I've never played before. Uh, obviously, Alpha Protocol and Episode uh, Two was the one that I selected. This one was selected um, by uh, somebody as well. Uh, well, it's actually suggested by multiple people. Uh, and then next week's episode is is uh, selected by one of you lovely people as well. So, um, if you have got any people, people, if there are any games you want me to suggest uh, playing, has to be console-based games though. Uh, the retro-y, the better as well. Uh, make sure you go over on Twitter and. Start tagging me in some games that you want me to see, uh, or play even, and see, see and play, I suppose. There, uh, you do have to see the game to, to play it. We're off to a great start, as always. Um, but yeah, this this game, can you call it a game? I honestly don't know if you can call it a game. I've, I've honestly never played Mario is Missing before, never even heard of it, honestly. If I'm, if I'm, I actually noticed as well that in episode uh, two, I say brutally honest a lot. It's kind of a thing. Of, I think if I was to make merch ever in the future, if this ever got to that stage where people actually wanted to wear something um, <laughs> about this mess of a podcast, I think that would be the slogan. Because uh, I do say brutally honest a fair bit. So uh, long may that continue. I say, but yeah, it's. Um, if I am being brutally honest, though, I don't. I don't know if you can call it a game. Um, but yeah, uh, as always, guys, uh, there's a few features I want to start rolling into these podcasts, but uh, it kind of only really works when I kind of build up a little community. That's the whole thing about this. I want it to be a community-driven podcast where we kind of talk about the games that you want to listen to about as well. So that's why I um, say so I've got some kind of features I want to test out in the future, but they're only kind of work if they are have a community to make them work, if you kind of can understand without me telling you so probably not but uh we'll, we'll maybe kind of as we get like maybe 10 episodes in or not we, we might try one and see how we we go from from there but anyway obviously you've come to hear me listen rumbling i suppose the words would be wouldn't be really listening to any coherent sentences about mario is missing um no as i said i from the off i'm gonna be brutally honest as as always I've, I've never heard of this game before. Game is a very loose term. Never read about it. Didn't really know it existed. I honestly did not know this game existed. And 
so I'm going to be honest as well in this one that I, it was an emulation I played of it because one I haven't got the console to play it on and I don't really I'm not in a position where I can just fork out money to buy a console on the game just to play it for the sake of a podcast I would love to be in the future be able to kind of have a good back catalogue of, of games and also uh, my, my kind of take on emulation is if you can't buy the game brand new then I think that emulation is probably the best option however if you already own the console and you can pick up a copy uh, a copy fair uh, a good price second hand that's okay too however you've got to remember that the publisher doesn't get any money from that second hand you're just giving it to the the, the the supplier you're buying it from so if you're buying it from a games shop which obviously if it's a nice little independent store that's great that's you know i'm all for supporting independent game stores but if it's a big chain then you know they i mean i suppose you could be getting a game you like in my case it's not a game that i particularly wanted to buy um but uh yeah if you can if you can buy the game brand new at a fair price then then that's the option for me and you're in a situation where you can't afford to do so, that's always the first option. Um, second option, if you can find a, an independent selling it pre-owned for a good price, then that's good. And then, you know, uh, probably emulation is my, my third option there. So this one came under uh, the emulation purposes because, one, I didn't know what it was. I haven't got a console to play on, so I didn't want to buy a console and the game. Um, but Mario is missing on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, as always, I've not done any research because that's not what this is about. It's just me rambling for uh, X amount of time in your eardrums about a game. About terrible games. So we'll start with the, I'll say positives, but, and I've got a kind of little thing I want to kind of end on today about, about obviously with it being Christmas time and stuff and, and uh, I kind of really want to kind of drill home <laughs> the the what's the word i suppose you can use the it's not frustration in this one as such it's like how how let down as a child you must have been if you've if this was the game you got given at christmas time because oh boy so the game starts off as a little opening cutscene, i suppose as you can say or the menu um and it looked quite promising obviously I, I didn't know what this was coming into this i had no idea what style of game this was i honestly thought it should be a super mario bros spin-off Obviously, Mario's missing kind of led me to think, okay, are we going to be playing as Luigi? The answer from the off was pretty much yes, you, you get to play as Luigi. And obviously, Mario kind of goes through a, um, falls through a hole, then he gets, uh, I think you see Luigi and, and Yoshi on a castle drawbridge, and then I think he falls through the hole again, if I'm correct. And um, then you take control of Luigi. And at this point, and I, I might be wrong with this one, but I was thinking in my head, this would have been the first iteration of a game where you play solely as Luigi. It's kind of like Luigi's game. And I was thinking, oh, my God. And that's when I started, I suppose alarm bells started ringing in my head then because I was thinking, hang on, if this is Luigi's first game, like he's the lead character in this game, how and why have I not heard of it? Because, I mean, I've played a, a big bunch of Mario games. I mean, I did grow up in a, a Sega household, but I was lucky enough to have gaming geeky friends and we used to do a thing where we used to swap consoles between each other for like a week sometimes two weeks maybe a month sometimes as well and it's actually how i'll probably do an episode on this uh, at some point but it's actually how i kind of uh, fell in love with the dreamcast uh, i never owned a dream well i, I did but I, for my first ever instance of a dreamcast was a swap 
I swapped it with a friend uh, with a few games. Uh, I think it was for my PlayStation 1, I think, or maybe played PS2. I can't, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that's how I fell in love with the, the Dreamcast console and Shenmue as well, actually. Um, I rented that game uh, when I had my loan of the Dreamcast for a month. But we, we're getting off subject, but this isn't going to be a long podcast, guys, because as I said from the off, I didn't finish the game. But alarm bells were ringing, thinking, hang on, this is a Luigi game, and what, why have I not heard of this? Uh, and obviously the premise in my head should have been good. Mario's missing, I'm Luigi, with Yoshi's help, and I'm basically finding, rescuing Mario, like, in the Super Mario Bros world. Like, this, surely this is a winning formula. Obviously, little cutscene starts, you're there in the castle, you've got one of five doors, I think, to pick from, and I said, I don't know, because I... I I did door one, and that was that was enough for me because there's a lot of lot of frustrating points in this game. You know, you go through the door, the little plumber shoots shoot you out the uh, the one I went through, which was Italy, and then I was a bit confused because I was like, okay, I'm in a in a city setting, but okay, so that's fine. Um, walking along, and you've got your little um, oh, who were the bad guys in this one? I can't remember who the bad guys were. Anyway, the 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 You've got the enemies walking around. Um, for the life of me, I, I honestly think I've, I've wiped a lot of this from my memory already. And for the first good 20 minutes, maybe even half an hour, if I'm being honest here, I was jumping on every single, well, the few that I've seen. And then I got stumped because I was like, because there's no explanation about what this game is or what you have to do or, or anything. And obviously I was just thinking, okay, it's Mario, it's going to be a side-scrolling platform. Right? Wrong. But there's no explanation of what to do or that it's not that. So I'm going from, start on the right-hand side of the screen, this kind of thing, and I can go left or right. I chose to go left, went all the way that way, killed all of the, the enemies, walked all the way back, past the post, uh, killed all, everything that side, and I was like, okay, this is, I don't what what do I do now? There was a little kind of toll booth thing, it said close on it, went to speak to the lady there, um... She gave me some something about I think it's a fountain or something, one of the the fountain in in Italy, and um, but I couldn't go any further. There's nothing else I could ask her. So I was like, she just told me some facts, and then uh, I, I couldn't do anything else. And I said, she said I had to go and find something else. It wasn't opening time or something like that I, can't, I honestly can't remember what it, what she said. I was like, okay, but I've been back and forth now, and I don't know what to do. So I hit the menu, press start, and look around, and I I seen this grid, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, so it showed where I was, and it showed where enemies were, and I was like, well, "I don't understand how do I, how do I get to different sections?" So I honestly couldn't understand it, and I was, I, it was literally by fluke that this happened. So I was walking across one of the roads, and it was like a cross junction, I suppose you can say. Well, you can see the road going off into the distance, and I must have accidentally pressed up, and then it, it kind of sounded like a, uh, a car horn was was beeping at you, and I was like, oh, you know, I started panicking, thinking a car was going to come for me, the car, the car never comes, and I pressed, I must have pressed up again, as I was on the pavement, which then led to a little animation of Luigi kind of scuttling off, and you go up the street, and I was like, oh, okay, I get this, and then it happened where, you know, you can go back that way, and, and, and so on and so forth, I was like, ah, oh, that makes a little bit more sense, now I can kind of get into the game a bit more, so I started going around, and then... You know, I was jumping on every enemy that I saw, going around look, looking for... I didn't know what I was looking for, if I was being honest. And 
I got into the stage where I, I think I missed one of the bad guys, but I, then he just strolled past me. And I was like, and I, know I was thinking, like, to you know, there's no health or anything. Like, what? So I don't have to kill the bad Well, you do have to kill the bad guys, but it doesn't matter. You can just walk freely around the level and they won't harm you. Um, and you do actually have to kill them because you, you need to kill them to unlock the, the area, basically, to be able to speak to all of the, the booth things that are in are in the uh, in the city that you're in. Um, but they don't harm you. So there's no challenge at all to this game, if you can call it a game, which was very frustrating. So it was we anyway walking around. I've I've kind of gone gone round and I've I've found the booth thing or the the entrance to the 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 statue. No, what was this? what was the first one? I can't remember what the first one I was going to go and see now. But anyway, I've found the right booth and I've gone I've kind of gone in and then. And then they give you all these facts and stuff about their thing. And um, luckily, I've I'd, 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 I'd visited Italy not too long ago. And the I just I didn't read the information. I just kind of clicked past it like an idiot. And then it asks you questions about that. And the only t- chance you get to go ent- allowed to enter the actual thing to take a picture, uh, basically Luigi takes a photo of it. And like, this is how you complete the game, is if you answer the questions correctly. Luckily, I just by chance knew the answers to the questions, um, and uh, you basically just <laughs> rinse and repeat that. You you basically find the monument you want to go and visit. You you read the kind of little synopsis about what it is, and then you answer three questions, and and that's your game. Uh, basically, um, there's I suppose in a way boss fights, but they're not boss fights because. You can't be, to my knowledge anyway, I might be, maybe I didn't play it for long enough, but you can't, well, you know, you can't because there's no health. You can't die, you can't even get hurt. There's no platforming. It's literally just Luigi strolling around a city on a grid pattern, uh, not taking any damage from anything, so it really doesn't matter, but answering questions. And I get, and the things that that still could have, right, if you put this in Mario Bros. 2 uh, kind of um, style, but then in a different world, with uh, Mario being taken away by Bowser or whoever, and you're having to go and rescue him. But you kind of have to... You can go to Italy and, and Greece and blah, blah, all these places, the five same five places that's available in this game. And you do have to find uh, parts of monuments and maybe answer questions, trivia questions, based on, on the, the monument places you've been to. So there is still an educational twist to it, but there is some challenge that you're still playing Mario. But that's not the case. It's like, what the freaking hell were they thinking? I just don't understand the logic. Well, I do understand logic. It's money. But we're only at 15 minutes and I'm pretty much done. Because that, that's all I've seen in the game. There was nothing. You can't call it a game. There is no game here. It is a money grab, a cash grab scheme by Nintendo to basically just just take money from parents who don't know better. Because this is far before the internet was a big thing and you only got your information from gaming magazines um, so if you weren't buying gaming magazines you wouldn't have even known what mario is missing is about and if you would then you'd probably stay away but even then i don't know it's, it's mario you think you know oh, it's still a mario game but uh, but we're going to end with this quick little visual i want you to to kind of sit back so sit back relax for this bit and i just want you to kind of think of this so you're between the ages of eight and twelve 
it's Christmas Eve, you're getting excited, you're ready, getting ready for bed. You've been hinting all year round that you want, you know, you want, you want to, you want, you've got a Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and you're like, Mom, Dad, I want a new game. Please, please buy me a new game for Christmas. You've been doing extra chores around the house to make sure that Santa is, 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 is that, you know, even if you're teetering on that, on that naughty and nice list that you've made yourself firmly on that nice list now that you're going to be able to get that, that number one present. You want that game for Christmas. You're saying, make sure Santa knows I want a game. So, obviously, your parents are out facilitating Santa's, you know, making sure he gets the right things. And they're in the shop, they're looking around, they see a brand new Mario game, thinking, oh, he hasn't got, they haven't got this one. Little Timmy definitely hasn't got this new Mario's missing game. That's the one. That's the one for me. Anyway, you, you've gone to bed. The presents, you wake up in the morning, you run downstairs, and I'm not too sure what what people's structure is for, for Christmas. But you're allowed to peek into the room. You can't touch anything. But you, you see that rectangle goodness under the tree. You're peeking around. You look at the label. It's got your name on it. The excitement and the adrenaline running through your body. You're like, yes, I've got a new game. Oh, I can't wait to get this open with. You have your, your breakfast with your family. You sit down. You're just shoveling it in your face. to get. So you just want to get into the living room or get into your family room to open that present. The big chance is now. You open all your other presents and you just, you, that, your parents say you have to save that one to last. And you know what it is, you're so excited. So you're tearing through the wrapping paper of all the other presents. And then finally you get handed that rectangular goodness of a box. You start peeling back the paper, you see the Super Nintendo Entertainment System logo. Yes. You see Mario. Yes, Mario's missing. What is this game? I've never heard of it. You pull the cartridge out of the box, you blow it, you slot it straight into your Nintendo system. You boot it up. The little cutscene plays. Even at this point, you're still excited. You boot into the game. You're in a castle with Luigi. You go through the first door. Oh my God, this is going to be so cool. You know, Super Mario Bros. And I'm Luigi. This is so exciting. I've got to go and save Mario for once. And then you play this educational non-game. And the now I'm 36 years of age and I've been I've played loads of games in my and even uh, now it would be a bit like, oh, man, that's annoying. But th- like then, I think it would scar you for life. Like actually, it would be an absolute mess. But I just wanted to end with that, guys. Um, we're not even twenty minutes in, uh, so I do apologise for the the short length for this episode. It's a bite sized episode three. Um, but I hope you've all enjoyed it. And if you have, please share it around. Please get involved uh, over on the socials as well. It's at Frick the Watt over on Twitter and. Um, yeah, um, I'm back next uh, two weeks on Sunday, and we'll be doing. Uh, I am playing Back to the Future Two on the Master System. And say, so if you got any suggestions, please go over to Twitter and start suggesting terrible games, console-based games, for me to play, and I'll be sure to add them to my list. And then, obviously, the more I get, I'll just be basically doing randomizers, and we'll be picking an episode, and I'll go away for two weeks, play the game, and then review it for you, lovely people. Anyway, guys, um, I will be uploading this on there. So I don't think I'll actually upload one until after Christmas now because I won't be uploading on Christmas Day. So if I don't speak to you before then, I hope you have an amazing festive period. I hope you have an amazing Christmas if you do celebrate Christmas. And, um, yeah, I hope you spend uh, a lot of time with your family and loved ones. Uh, I may sneak a little episode in because this one is so short, but probably not. Um, But, yeah, until then, guys, until the next episode... um, 
which will be possibly two weeks now on a Monday. And it's definitely not going up on Christmas Day, so it might be on Boxing Day. Um, I will speak to you then, and obviously you'll be able to hear my lovely thoughts and opinions on Back to the Future on the Master System. But anyway, guys, until then, stay safe, and I'll speak to you guys soon. Oh yeah, I forgot to score it. An easy one, this one. One out of ten. If I could give it a zero, I would. It, it's not even a game.